Hey everybody, welcome to episode 61 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week, by listener request, I want to discuss hats. But I also throw in a quick review on the Quest Combination Probe and Digger Holster. So let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy the episode this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available from the links in the episode notes below. And if you want to interact with me and the show, that information is in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everyone, I hope your week has been great and that you got down to some happy hunting. No detecting for me this week as the weather was horrendous with record rainfall in Cork, but looking forward to getting back out there again this week. The weather looks to be much better. So again, by listener request this week, I want to talk to you about hats. The oft-forgotten tool of the outdoors man or woman, not only a comforting balm to the bald man, <coughs> but an essential for anybody who potentially can be exposed to the elements while metal detecting. There are many reasons to wear a hat while detecting, with the main reason being environmental protection, be it the heat from summer, the cold of winter, or the driving winds of autumn. In summer, it is essential to wear a hat not only to keep you cool in the shade, but also to protect you from skin cancer. There has been over 120,000 cases of skin cancer in the US alone this year, with approximately 60% occurring in men. In Europe, that number would be about 35 cases per 100,000 per year, or 260,000 cases every year. Every year. So nearly half a million cases a year, just between the US and Europe. Never mind Australia, South America, like the really hot places of the world. Skin cancer on the scalp is the most frequently occurring type. So as you can see, a hat can be essential, but shouldn't be considered the total solution to skin cancer prevention. Please ensure to wear sun cream of SPF protection of 50 plus and up. How SPF or sun protection factor works is if it takes you 10 minutes to burn without protection, you multiply the time to burn by the factor of the SPF. So if it's SPF 50, it's 50 times 10 giving you 500 minutes or 8 hours 20 minutes. But that doesn't take into consideration sweating or rubbing it off. So best action is to reapply at half that time. So 4 hours, 10 minutes or even less. This is subjective to how long you think it takes you to burn. I guess you gotta burn for you to know. Now there have been some great treasure hunting hats over the years. Including Indiana Jones's Trilby or Nicolas Cage's Toupee and National Treasure. Which is technically a hat right? There are some great hats for detecting but there are some considerations to take into account. The top priority being your headphones. However, disregarding the headphones for a minute, there is an ideal hat that is more function over fashion, and that is a hat that's called an Akuba hat in Australia, the home of the sun, or a wide-brimmed planter-style hat in the US. These offer maximum sun protection to the neck and face while wicking away any sweat that may occur from the heat of the sun. Now, I wouldn't recommend that you hunt without your headphones, so you need to take the style of headphones you prefer into consideration. 
I love the over-ear headphones as they can block out environmental noise, allowing you to focus on the detector sounds, but you can't really wear them with a woolly hat. If you switch your headphones to the ear type, you can wear a woolly hat. However, these are prone to falling out. Plus, the only manufacturer I can think of offering these as an option are XB with the Deus. And besides, if you need to wear a woolly hat, I would ask, are you that desperate to detect when the weather is so cold requiring a woolly hat? Mm, I don't know. You could look at going all American chopper on it and wear a headscarf or bandana, which is great if you can pull it off, but I'm afraid I'd look like a tool in one. The ideal hat, of course, is the baseball cap, not the trucker type, as I can attest to getting burnt in the pattern of the loose weave at the back of a trucker hat once, but the cloth closed type hat. They will keep you somewhat warm in winter and cool in summer, allowing headphones of any type and the peak will shade your eyes, allowing you to see the control LCD VDI easily, which can be a pain to see while wearing sunglasses, especially if your sunglasses are Polaroid lenses. However, it does leave the back of your neck exposed, so make sure to lash that sunscreen on. Or if you're lucky, have your hunting buddy put it on for you. Bum chicka wah wah! And that's it for hats. Before I wrap up, I want to do a quick review of something I just purchased and only used once. So this is a first opinion of this item, and that is the Quest Combination Digger and Probe Holster. If you can't picture it, what it is is a probe and digging tool holder that connects to your belt but attaches to your tie, allowing the tools to hang a little lower. Why did I buy this? Well, for two reasons. One, I wanted to review something on the podcast, and two, I thought it would help me in my quest to travel and hunt light. The whole design idea is that it enables you to take off the pinpointer quicker and easier when you're kneeling down in the field. It is quoted as being able to fit the Garrett Pro Pointer, a MindLab Pro Find, a White's TRX, or a Quest X Pointer Pinpointer, essentially any of the Garrett Carrot style knockoffs. And unfortunately for me, I am currently using the Nocta Pulse Dive as a pinpointer, which is a little tight in the hole, but I am able to stuff it in there, and I have to admit, I'm a little glad that it takes a little effort to remove, giving me confidence that it won't fall out mid-hunt. It is designed to fit a trowel of 7 inches in length, and my lesh digging tool will fit right into it, without a problem. Now, using it is fine. You strap it on, and I made sure that it was next to my free hand, making sure I did not need to swap hands when kneeling down. And after a while, I didn't even notice it, so it does what it says in the tin, and it did improve my hunting. On build quality, it is as you would expect from a mass-produced piece of kit. It has single stitching all over, which I foresee being a problem later in its life, and the straps that attach to your tie are quite smooth and light, but look like they were designed for other applications. In fact, the whole thing looks like it was designed using off-the-shelf parts, which is fine, as nothing is bespoke, but I felt the tie straps were a little wide for the buckle, leaving a little crease at the edge, which will result in wear and tear over the years. Does the build quality reflect the 40 UK pounds or the $57 price tag? Nope, it does not. Does it reflect the 60 euro or the $75 I had to pay with shipping and import duties thanks to Brexit? Hell no. Is that Quest's fault? No. I don't hold them to blame for the extortionate pricing. That's not their fault. But next time, I may have to look beyond my normal UK dealers as Brexit is adding too much of a premium to equipment for the European market. Anyways, to wrap up, I like the idea of this accessory 
and this review would have been different based on pricing issues, but there is a market for someone to mass produce these, improve them and sell them at half the price while still making a substantial profit. That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.metaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metaldetecting. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. <laughs>